0: welcome to pursuing god podcast season two and in this season we are gonna dive into a book written by dallas willard titled hearing god now in spiritual formation it will behoove us if we don't talk about what it's like to hear from god does only special people hear from god does god speak in certain times does he speak all the time does he speak to everybody does he speak to only a certain type of people we're going to address all those questions and if you have any questions at all we would love for you to email us at hello at northcitychurchmpls.com we would love to read your questions and comments and actually address them so we're not only going to read them but we're also going to address them in the podcast i hope you enjoy this episode hey everybody how y'all doing this fine day thank you so much for joining us and you know pastor jd is back with us in this episode hey 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 so sir how was everybody how was your thanksgiving because you know i didn't get to talk to you
1: yeah it's been a while it's
0: been a long minute
1: a while (laughs) thanksgiving was weird What good you know like everybody's i mean we had tacos on thanksgiving day okay that's weird (laughs) (laughs) we had a little bit of a thanksgiving dinner after that but we had you know it was just strange we were like fixed our own tacos tacos. just us there and we were gonna have a a friend come over who's kind of in our circle but Mm -hmm. he was not feeling 100 percent. so out of precaution we're like okay guess just us and some tacos (laughs) for thanksgiving (laughs) but yeah it's it was weird but uh it was it was good to have uh some time with the kids
0: okay do you guys do turkey for um thanksgiving yeah yeah
1: so a couple days later krishnan cooked the whole Turkey thing. Oh, she baked yeah, that thing. Yeah, she rocked it too. It was, Man,
0: it was good. I want some fried turkey so bad, but yeah, I don't. But I don't know how to. Like I'm, I'm thinking. I'm maybe, sure
1: you can get a great discount turkey right now. <laughs> Man,
0: who you telling? I'm yeah. thinking maybe I'll. Have to like cut it all up and then fry it. But oh, I want to, sure. I want to fry it whole. Yeah, deep fried. Yeah. Deep fried whole. But the people I've heard that do, they said they go outside to do it, mm-hmm. which makes sense because the whole house or I mean apartment yeah. is going to be.
1: That sounds like a grease fire waiting to happen. Listen. Yeah.
0: Okay. And I was watching um, HDTV mm-hmm. and I was, I, I guess Martha Stewart has something on there about the holidays and she, she actually had a, a guy there who did the f- who fried turkey but they were outside yeah they were not in our yeah. in our kitchen totally. and it was like this deep fryer all oh, you have to be said so i said you know what i'll just have to cut it up I'm if i want some fried food fried just <laughs> about anything Man. i'm like yeah i'm game <laughs> well this is what i did though i had some fried catfish
1: did you let's say oh, i love fried
0: catfish. oh I haven't had catfish in a while, mm. y'all. Oh, I yeah. said, come to mama. And I did it <laughs> the Ninja the way, the Nigerian way. We don't put our thing in flour. Or, okay. No. Okay. We just season it and just put it in the oil. Yes. Hey! Oh, it come out sweet. Yeah. It was delicious. So.
1: Eat the food on the merits of its own. Listen, don't uh, add anything to it.
0: mm -mm. I didn't know anything about putting in flour anything until I came to the States. And I was just like, (laughs) why? What are
1: all these people doing? What are you doing? Like,
0: why are we doing? And even the chicken. I'm like, why? Because I have to end up pulling it all out anyway. I'm like, this is too much. I end up pulling it out my children well my son he just eats it with it he's like mom what you doing (laughs) you eat it i said no see this is why you oh boy nigerian people we fry just like that and we eat it
1: okay so now one of my missions in life is (laughs) to one of my favorite foods is fried walleye or like fried fish right from fish in general but walleye in particular okay fish so we're we're gonna get to hearing God, uh, but one of my <laughs> don't worry, listener. We're gonna get to we're talking. Gonna about, get to we're it. gonna get there. But now now on my bucket list is to have what's called a uh, we call it shore lunch, which mm. is like you pull it right out of the water, you just caught it, and you okay. fry it up in a in a pan, and it's one of my favorite way to eat fish.
0: I'm yeah. hoping you clean it. Oh yeah, cut yeah. it up. Yep yep. Okay, yep, cause yeah, way you, you been? <laughs>
1: i imagine some people don't i've never had that but i yeah like fillet like fresh, fresh out of the water so good okay yeah. and we do put a little you know we, we do put it in sometimes but we do put a little cracker on there a little uh little not flour i think but sometimes we have a mix but it's okay. so good okay
0: yeah. all right yeah so man i let's say i went all out for the skin i was just yeah. like jesus and some t- uh, turkey neck have you had tur- the turkey
1: necks i don't think i've had that oh I, I, um sometimes we like boil it down for like a soup or something but i haven't had is it good you like it i can tell that by your is face. my <laughs> <laughs> for those listening to the podcast there was, there was if like, you hear the sigh like, yeah the <sighs> <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh hopefully what? you're not hungry listen to this man this. Yeah. my
0: mind is like adobe it has some fried plantain i listen yeah. i went all out yeah. i went all out i was like i don't know what i'm gonna eat like this again so me i'm going all out Go for it. <laughs> that's
1: so that's the way to do it
0: on thanksgiving uh, oh absolutely absolutely so i'm gonna uh pray to start us off and we'll Great. jump into the topic yeah. for this um, episode. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful. Thank you so much for giving us this opportunity and the space to uh, talk about what it's like to hear you talk, hear from you. So Lord, we are asking you to sit in this conversation, guide this conversation, um, lead us as we have this conversation. Speak to us. We pray that you open our hearts for those of for those who will be watching and listening to this podcast and for us who are um, also hosting it. So lead the way we're so grateful. We're excited to get into this topic in Jesus name. Amen. amen. All right. So the topic for today, um, we, we are jumping into this topic. It says, uh, a life more than guidance. And the question that Dallas is, um, tackling in this, um, Chapter is how do we learn to listen to God? Mm-hmm. How do we do that? And so I want to um read scripture here. He had um Proverbs two verses three through five. I'm gonna read it in the NIV, which says, indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure. Mm-hmm. Then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Mm-hmm. And basically to say, man, you have to seek this out. This mm-hmm. is not something you can just sit and it'll just automatically come to you. Yeah. Like you really have to seek um, hearing God, like paying attention, staying alert. So I find yeah. it interesting that he used that passage of scripture as...
1: I have this really uh, fond association with this passage. Actually, mm. I, I remember as a teenager in, um, you know, if I were to map out the passion in my faith, this was one of the high points of my passion in faith. As high school, I had just come to kind of my own authentic faith, and okay. I remember being enthralled with Proverbs in particular. Oh, me too. Yes, and, uh, reading this passage and just really authentically crying out to God. Hmm. just being a good teenager reading it like it is right in childlike faith sort of saying I want wisdom from you God I want to hear your voice and I I think that was a real that was a real foundational moment in my faith uh where it turned from my parents faith or my family's faith to a faith where I could ask God for something and then see evidence of him providing it Hmm. and it was really faith building so I'm listening to you read this and thinking about the listener and going, man, I hope people have, through this podcast, get that same sort of fire in their bones I remember feeling of mm. wanting insight and to hear God's voice. Oh, so, amen. Sentimental awesome. moments with JD. Well, oh, I love it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I
0: love it. But, yeah, I'm with you. Like Proverbs, I was so drawn to Proverbs. It make mm-hmm. no kind of sense. Yeah. I remember reading Proverbs, and I would literally write down uh, Passages stuck out to me, and yeah. I'll have them post all, all around my living room in different colors and different paper, and Very just cool. have them. Mem- oh, I love the Book of Proverbs. Are you kidding? That's awesome. So I did one per one per day because it's up to thirty one. Yeah. So if it's thirty days in that month, okay, then you have a natural one. But just absolutely <laughs> love the Book of Proverbs. Yeah. And so I want to read this um quote that he has um this first. When I found this first couple of lines, I found so interesting how to put it down. He says, Faith is not opposed to knowledge, faith is opposed to sight. Hmm. And grace is not opposed to effort, it is opposed to earning. Oh, wow. Woo! I yeah. said, Sir, preach.
1: <laughs> you should just repeat that first. Oh, somebody. my
0: God. Faith is not opposed to knowledge, faith is opposed to sight. And grace is not opposed to effort. It is opposed to earning. Commitment is not sustained by confusion, but by insight. Hmm. And then he says, indeed, when we do not make the effort to understand God's dealings with humanity or to study the Bible and whatever else may help us to understand it, we are in rebellion against the express will of God.
1: Hmm. What do you think you meant by that last part?
0: Man, I say sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost to say, okay, when I heard the express will of God, yeah. it was like, okay, so there there must be then different kinds of will of God. Mm. different kinds of wills so for express will like this is how god expresses himself this mm. is how god speaks to hum- humanity and if we choose not to learn how he expresses his will how he expresses himself to us yeah. then we in rebellion because then mm. this how can you hear him if you're not seeking to hear him mm. and then live in the path that he is calling us into
1: yeah absolutely
0: so, so i find that interesting
1: Yeah, I I remember in in reading this, I I just so appreciated how Dallas Willard brought it back to, like, I just love how much he demystifies hearing God's voice Mm -hmm. as, like, it's it's the will of God that it's a part of our ordinary life to live in faith that we will hear God's voice, that he does speak to us, Mm -hmm. and that um, that's a part of what it means to follow him. Like, um, I just think that we... I many times in my life I've gone long seasons without depending on God's voice, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. I just look back at those times and say I really, I really wasn't um, as deeply committed to what God desired yeah, for me in that life. I wasn't mm-hmm. I wasn't accessing all that God had for me, mostly because I became okay with uh, sliding on in life with the traditions i was given Mm. the habits of going to church uh singing my worship music and but not carving out the space to actually listen Mm. so
0: yeah 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 so true so this is a quote that i personally found very fitting for what we're talking about today it says listening is an active process that may select or omit from as well as reshape the message intended by the speaker Both listening and our and our other ways of perceiving turn out to be fundamentally fundamental displays of our character, our freedom and our bondages. Yeah. And I thought that was so good. Yeah. Because the way we listen it's almost as if to say, Okay, whatever is going on within us affects the way we listen. Yeah. You know, if we're coming from a broken space, our, like he said, our character, if we're in bondage or if we're free, that affects the way we listen. Mm. And I, the way he put it, I was like, sir, yeah. you go ahead with that. Absolutely.
1: I, I think about this in relationships. If I like am feeling... Like I failed at something, mm. I project that on what other people are saying in conversation sometimes yes. and I inappropriately assume they think I'm failing at something and mm-hmm. then I react in that way. Right. Like whether it's, uh, I'm like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> like, like the, um, you know, mm. did you do... or did you take the trash out or something? Like what do you mean by, by that? that? You don't think I can take the trash out? You don't think I'm a responsible human being? And can you imagine him <laughs> like,
0: whoa. Krishnan's I...
1: like, no, it's Monday night. The <laughs> trash comes on Tuesday. Like, I'm not fundamentally uh, <laughs> questioning your character, JD. I'm just curious if the garbage truck's going to have anything to pick up tomorrow.
0: That is so <laughs> you know? funny. But
1: that's kind of what he's talking about here. It's Absolutely. Like, um Our willingness... And how we choose to listen mm. it can be a reflection, a metric of how uh, how we're doing spiritually, how we're doing in our character. And I found that mm. I found that challenge really uh, gripping throughout um, all of what Dallas Willard has to say in the book and what we've been talking about. That like listening to God isn't just a skill you learn; it's a posture of your life and surrender mm. that uh, you have to choose to inhabit. You have to want to listen to what God has to say. Oh, for sure. You have to have the desire and faith that listening to what God has, to, has to say and acting on it is the best thing for you. Mm. And if I'm honest, I'm not always in that state of mind. Right. And so paying attention to uh, having that fundamental faith that what God says for me and my response to it is the best thing for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I mean, we live in an environment now where people <laughs> people say stuff and people Hear whatever the heck I've, they want to hear, man. based on what they've predetermined, <laughs> right. is um, is the direction they want to go, mm-hmm. and that Dallas is just pointing out that's not really what listening to God looks like.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
1: Totally. To uh to go a little bit further into this, like uh, I just found there was this section in this chapter. If if we got time to go through it, let's we do. Where, let's uh, go for it. Got, real practical or real um kind of gave us guidance and he laid it out as like the formula for living with God's voice which I love I love that language Mm. like here's here's a formula maybe you can look at these sentences as like things to ask yourself every once in a while Mm. here are seven things uh that could comprise a formula of what it looks like for us to have that faith that life of faith where we're we're listening for God's voice okay. where we're having the humility that we need to learn to do this. So I want to go yeah. through these. Yeah. And then Adobe, you bring your wisdom <laughs> and your insight and you say, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what this means for you. Because sure. these foundational steps are a formula for living with God's voice. So think about how these uh, make sense in your life or maybe how you could uh, think about. Uh, incorporating these sure he says we as people who want to live in god's voice intend uh we intend plan and make provision to do what we know to be morally right and what we know uh, to be explicitly commanded by god Mm. so far as it lies within our understanding and conscious will what he means by that is what he's saying is like before you're listening for an explicit word from god you've Mm -hmm. already made the commitment to Mm do what's good right right to follow in god's uh provision Mm. in his footsteps Mm. number two he says at the impulse of the spirit of god we do service to the good wherever it may appear he's saying a formula for a for a, a uh, uh, life living within God's voice is you have the impulse to listen to the Holy Spirit to do good wherever it presents itself. Amen. You're ready and willing to do uh, the good that God, uh, the Holy Spirit puts in front of you mm. uh, whenever he presents it. You have this kind of giddy excitement for the Holy Spirit to reveal what good thing, what act of service you can do in front of you today. Okay. Steps of hearing God. These are a part of the formula too. Mm-hmm. We uh, meditate constantly on mm. God's principles for life All right. as we set forth in scripture, always striving to perpetuate and more deeply into the meaning and into the application of of them in our own words. This is a life that has rhythms of meditating mm. on God's words. So you know what God's voice sounds like, Amen. Um, which I thought, it, yeah, that's just so key to the formula of a life of living in God's voice. Amen. A fourth one is we pay close attention to what h- is happening in our life Mm. for god's communication in our own mind in our own heart Mm. i think um he pointed this really interesting thing out about luke the prodigal son that he came uh to awareness of himself before he came to awareness of the father Mm. which i thought is really interesting like he came to Mm. the awareness that he was eating the pig's food and then he came into the awareness of the status he would have with his father or Mm -hmm. that he to go back to his father Mm. and I thought that so beautifully illustrates that a part of listening to God is being able to listen to what's going on in yourself like those two things are intrinsically tied so Mm -hmm. being committed to hearing God's voice in one's life Mm -hmm. is also being committed to hearing uh, what's going on inside of yourself as well to be uh, honest with yourself to have systems and structures like counselors, friends, mm. spiritual companions that can help you listen to your life. Mm. Number five, uh, this is a good one. We pay, uh, we pay, we pray and speak uh, to God constantly mm. and specifically mm. about all matters that concern us. So instead okay. of just the most severe things, right, right, or right. just the things like, God, would you please, please give me a Christmas bonus? <laughs> Um, we're committed to, uh, as, uh, we've already explored Dallas Willard's Mm -hmm. conceptualization of a conversational relationship with God that we bring Him into the most mundane and the most extraordinary things in our life. Mm -hmm. Number six, we listen carefully and deliberately for God, paying close attention to what we hear. Mm -hmm. And we may perhaps use a regular plan such as. Uh, the ones that we've been describing on this podcast mm. um, to do so. Like yeah. we have a deliberate plan. Right. Like, um, you know, I would love to be more fit, but if I don't have a deliberate plan for it, like we. Uh, I
0: do have a pr- plan. You do pray <laughs> to the Lord. Huh? Jesus. Right. <laughs> Deliverance. <Sweet. laughs> I don't know if that, that's that most efficient plan, but yeah. here we are. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. Here we are. I'm with you, Adobe. Here I am. <laughs> And then to round it off, number seven here, he says, uh, and this, again, is kind of a formula. These are good mm. questions you can a- ask yourself. Right. Um, in those cases where God does not speak hmm. to you on the matter uh, uh, of concern, you can take the following ste- steps. All right. If God uh, uh, has hindrance from you, you wait three days, mm-hmm. but you say, I'm satisfied if I don't hear anything. Okay. You take counsel from at least two other relationships, so okay. you're willing to work with others mm-hmm. uh, who you trust, uh, mm-hmm. not people who are just going to bend to whatever you say to them, but yeah. are, <laughs> are going to be real. <laughs> uh, you correct any cause for why God uh, would or uh, uh, word could not come. So if mm-hmm. there's something that's really clear to you that's like this glaring issue, mm-hmm. um, you're willing to address it. Right. You act on what seems best for you if you cannot find Uh, such a cause uh, do this after you consider an itemized detail of each alternative so that's he's just saying like if a word of God doesn't come to you Mm -hmm. that you're committed to being surrounded by people in your life who are also listening to God Mm -hmm. and you're committed to not uh, freaking out if God doesn't speak right right so I just found those statements to be kind of helpful to say because all this can be Kind of mysterious to say hey do i actually have a life where i'm living in god's voice mm-hmm. and that was just a really helpful to us to just say hey if i'm committed to these things mm-hmm. if i have these practices then i am right and i can have confidence that i'm going to hear god's voice he's going to lead me mm-hmm. um, and i can move forward in my uh, life
0: oh absolutely and i love that he also said that you have to make this a practice like this has mm-hmm. to be an everyday Thing. This is not something you just whip out when you're in trouble. So I want to mm-hmm. read this. He says, this is a test that we should all apply to ourselves as we go in search of God's word. <laughs> do you, Do we seek it only under uncomfortable circumstances?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a good test. Our answer might reveal that our failure to hear his voice when we want it is due to the fact that we do not in general want to hear it. That we want it only when we think we need it.
1: Man, that's that's a that's a hard word. Listen,
0: yeah. let me tell you something. Let me tell. Let me just. I'm gonna just lay myself out on this altar. <laughs> 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 because oh. uh, for me, because I remember initially, you know, surrendering my life to God, and I'm just like, okay, Lord, I surrender my life, trying to figure this out, walking yeah. your ways, and I remember. Like I feel like every time I'm earnestly seeking Him or trying to hear His voices, if I want something or if I, mm. in the middle of trying to make a decision, I'm like, okay, I gotta fast and pray and mm-hmm. let Him, you know, speak to me. And I remember going to a service. This is like a Bible study or something. So so. And then I remember the pastor saying, "Yeah, you guys only seek Him only when you want something." And I remember feeling the conviction of the Holy yeah. Ghost. <laughs> Like as soon as he said it and I was just yeah. like, Oh, well, okay, I guess that was not that's not right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so good.
0: Yeah, but it's like, no, like have a relationship with me. And you know, what came to my mind as I w- I was being convicted mm-hmm. is this idea of imagine going to your parents only when you want something. Mm. So as soon as they see you come, it's like, Okay, what the heck do you want? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that whole, and it's like that is horrible. Like you don't want God to think like they'll feel that way about you. Like just come, just to say hi. Let's have a conversation. How was your day? What's going on with you? You know what I mean? Like he should not every time he sees you on your knees is like, oh, you want something? It's like okay, now yeah, okay, sure. You just want something today? What is it? You know what I mean? Like that's. That's not a good relationship. That's not mm. even a relationship. So that's the idea that came to my mind, and yeah. I thought, oh, okay, that sucks.
1: Yeah, <laughs> totally. I when I and so I've been thinking a lot about um, the difference between David and Saul. Mm. And okay, he actually mentions this a few times in the books in relation to what you're talking about, and. Okay. Uses Saul an, as an example of someone who uh, quite desperately tries to just shake, you know, like uh, if if you're talking to God over a telephone, he's like slamming the phone on the table and going, "Is does this work? And he only really comes to God when he absolutely needs a blessing for battle or wants something from mm-hmm. him. There's this quite vivid episode towards the end of Saul's life where he's so frustrated he can't get a blessing from God or hear from him. Mm-hmm. Samuel is dead at that point, and he goes to a Philistine sorceress, maybe not a Philistine, but a sorceress, to, like, call Samuel from the dead to say, say, Samuel, will you get God on the phone because I really need a blessing for this? And Samuel just rebukes him, and it's really a sad story (gasps) because it's right at the end of his life, but it's this really ugly, vivid picture of – a man who could never get past his own insecurities mm, um, yes. and was just desperately leasing, reaching out to God, not to fundamentally transform those is- insecurities or right. speak into his life, but right. to to, like, to get s- to get something. Right. And how that's so beautifully juxtaposed with David, who by no means <sighs> is a, a like. Uh, let's let's uh, just like be honest righteous he, uh, he is no I mean, there's plenty of <laughs> things. he is not perfect no nope. we have never communicated you have to be perfect to listen to god but nope. there's f- something fundamentally different in that he is happy to and excited to uh, gain his identity and mm. his direction for a life not from what other people are expecting him to do right from what god is speaking into his life from Absolutely. a very early age. Oh, for and sure. And that's why he's adorned with the title, A Man After God's Own Heart, because mm-hmm. he, he, from an early age, learns that that's what gives him the most joy. Right. And that's what he's talking about here, that we, if we if we find ourselves only coming to God in times of desperation for what we need, mm-hmm. we ought to notice that God wants something deeper for us in that communication.
0: Oh, absolutely. And um, he lists a few examples here. Um, He lists an example that James Dobson had. He Mm. said, there's a prayer that he prays every day, which says. So
1: this is what this looks like in people's lives. In people's lives. This is what,
0: yeah. So he says for James Dobson, he prays every day. I get down on my knees and say, Lord, I need to know what you want me to do. And I'm listening. Mm. Please speak to me through my friends. Books, magazines I pick up and read, and through circumstances, hmm. and I think that's pretty cool. That's uh, awesome. And so he has another one from Frederick B. Uh, Meyer, mm-hmm. which says, "Be and he says for him, be still each day for a short time, sitting before God in meditation, and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you the truth of Christ in dwelling. Mm. Ask God to be pleased to know, to be boy." Let me go back. Ask God to be pleased to make known to you what is the riches of the glory of this
1: mystery. I love that quote. Man. And I love that as a beginning place to just ponder the mystery of Christ mm. dwelling within you. Amen. As the starting place for a mm-hmm. motivation to listen to God's voice instead of, hey, I really need to know this. Or, I really, right. Yeah. Right. I love that.
0: Uh, absolutely. And then for him, he gave his own personal thing that he does. He says, when I want to hear from God, I ask him to speak to me. And then as I go through my days, mm-hmm. you see the S? Days. <laughs> Not day. Days. Mm-hmm. I listen for that voice or the thought that comes from him to help me understand things. I'm often in the midst of doing something else when the answer comes. Yeah. And that is so true. Yeah, <laughs> God would just answer whenever he feels like it, When you know, whenever.
1: You're the timekeeper here, but do, you have, do we have a time for a story from Jesus? Yes,
0: because okay. I'm about to tell a story, but I <laughs> oh, let you go oh, first. No. Okay. no, you go first. Oh. I'm waiting.
1: Yeah, this just really vividly happened in my life, and it felt appropriate to share it. Like, yeah. I, I've talked, I think it was last season, about praying through my thumbs on my smartphone. Like yes. I do a lot of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. typing in my notes app right. my prayers. hmm And I had typed a particularly salty uh, prayer that was just kind of like, God, can you please just let me know that you're here Mm -hmm. or that you're like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. just something. Right. Like, it was one of those prayers. Absolutely. There was a frustration I was working through, Mm -hmm. a bit of anger, and it was just like, God, I just really need to know. I think I was meditating on Isaiah about lifting. I'll lift you up on uh eagles wings, wings and i oh. will be your strength i'm like gotcha. gotta be honest god i'm not really feeling that right now so uh, where <laughs> where's the strength <laughs> you can't see on the podcast i'm waving my wings <laughs> but it was one of those it was like frustration i was like god come on mm-hmm. and uh i was at my desk i can't remember if it was the same day or later that day and this new song popped on because you know spotify has got that like you know suggestion- like it suggestion mm-hmm. things it was a new josh gerald song okay Uh, part of an adapted hymn that was uh, Fear Thou Not. I encourage you to go listen to it. And it was like one of those moments where I was like, stop everything else and listen to what's going on. And usually Spotify is just background noise, right? Right. But there was something clearly something in that for me that was coming out. And the whole song is about like, fear thou not for I am with thee. Mm. And it was just really clearly in that moment through a random Spotify algorithm, God was saying and praying and singing those lyrics Mm. over me and I was just like went from like toddler tantrum through my thumbs on the phone to like okay I haven't heard anything all day from you to like when I wasn't expecting it Mm. through the way that I would have never planned it or expected it Mm -hmm. God spoke to me in this like and I was almost like in tears at my oh, desk, and I'm glad man. one of my kids didn't come in because they were like, <laughs> they'd probably be like, "Dad, what are you doing? Is this what you do? At, for work? You just sit in here and, <laughs> and cry?" <all> <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that was just really special for me, and I was actually oh, able man. to share that with a, a friend who was going through a hard time too. Mm. So it's just like this—that's what it's like in my life. Absolutely. This stuff—that's what I mean, and that's what it means. Like sometimes it doesn't, like through magazines, books, and friends. Right. Like, that's what we're talking about.
0: Oh, absolutely. So my story. So let me tell you what happened. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've, before, you know, surrendered my life to to God, you know, I've prayed, but don't hear anything. Sure. It seems like he's silent. I don't say anything. So when I did surrender, you know, and I'll, I'll pray, mm-hmm. and still, like, it's almost as if he didn't hear me. And I remember I would get so frustrated. So I remember one day in prayer. I said, look, so thankfully I'm a a parent at this time. So I went to the Lord. I said, okay, Lord, I'm just going to, I'm going to be real with you. Mm -hmm. I understand that you're being quiet, you're being silent, but I'm going to be one of your children Hmm. that will always will nag you Hmm. because, you know, I have children who will say, mom, mom, mom mom did they get my attention yeah. and i'm like what
1: <laughs> totally you, yeah, you yeah. know
0: i said lord i'll be that child mm-hmm. i'm gonna just tell you right now so you have to answer to me you have to give me an answer sooner or later yeah so you're gonna see me here heavenly mm-hmm. father such this such heavenly Fa- and i would do it throughout the whole day i will not do it just that <laughs> nope and i remember it at nine o'clock oh so heavenly father remember that thing I ask you at five seven o'clock oh, in the morning awesome. yeah like I'll do the whole entire day till he sure. finally like answers me yeah and when he asks I just feel like him saying all right child what <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay Adobe <laughs>
0: <laughs> so oh, that man. was in the beginning right but now that I'm more mature well, now that
1: I know that I'm gonna have you nag him oh listen that's later. what I do
0: <laughs> that's what I said look what that's you talking awesome. I'm I'm gonna be that child yeah. but now that I'm older now spiritually speaking also, physical, but who, yeah. we're not talking about that. Yep. um Especially like last month, hmm. like in November, October, November. And, you know, I feel like, man, he's not saying anything. I'm talking, but he's not saying anything. He's not responding. I notice for me, what I end up doing is changing the approach to my question. Hmm. And I notice when I do that, I get a response.
1: What do you mean? So to your question
0: okay so for so for example i was just out like basically in september because i turned 40 in september mm-hmm. and i was going through this whole thing of oh i'm not where i thought i was going to be at age 40 sure i thought yeah. i'd be here by age forty. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean like all the things just going and i'm like okay lord you know why is why didn't this happen like mm-hmm. you know how come I'm not at this spot that I'm hoping to be? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I was asking all this why questions, right? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Like help me understand. Is it? You know what I mean? Like just help me understand.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nothing. Mm. So I remember, I want. This gone for a while, cause you know, like you know, Dad said you wait a while. If you answer fine, nothing fine. But after a while, I was like, you know what? I think I'm approaching this question wrong. Let me change. The way I'm asking this. So I went to him, I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to ask you to please help me enjoy this season I'm in right now. Hmm. And when I tell you how quick he answered that question, wow. let me, t- oh my gosh. I was like, like there's this new found joy yeah. in my heart right now that I have never, and I mean wow. never, I'm not exaggerating, never ever felt before ever in my life. Man. That just, whoop, like within five minutes of me saying that, like help me enjoy this season I'm in. I know I don't have everything I want. I know I'm in lack here and there. But help me to enjoy this season. Help me to be comfortable in my own skin. Hmm. And within five minutes, the joy I felt in my heart was mind-blowing.
1: Yeah.
0: And I was just like, oh, okay. Hmm. I was asking the wrong question
1: god is just the perfect parent listen and I, oh my gosh i absolutely love that story adobe because it so <sighs> illustrates that you just if you've been uh trying to listen to god's voice for a while you realize that his silence can speak as much as a oh, word sometimes yes and honestly train and transform you as much as a word sometimes mm-hmm. and like i think about my kids they're like ask me for something in a whiny voice. Yes. (laughs) And I'll just stand there and look at him and be like.
0: Oh, Oh, you good.
1: (laughs) I'm I'm waiting.
0: Oh, you good. And then they
1: get it and they're like, can I please have? And it's like. (laughs) god does the same sort of thing for Mm -hmm. us in a loving way he wants us to change our attitude like he wants something to change in us for the better right That's actually behind sometimes the question that we're asking absolutely man that's just such a great story man
0: that's still blowing my mind and that happened to me recently like not not even a month not even a month ago yeah um and i was just like oh god okay okay and i remember I mean, I'll wake up every morning and I'll just feel this, almost as if, like, this joy was oozing out of me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, I don't, and I'm just like, and I'll be in my recliner, because like I sleep in my recliner, be like, oh, Lord Jesus, I just feel you. And literally tears come down my, I'm mm. like, Lord, thank you. Like, wow. that is, um, I mean, life-changing, life-transforming, yeah. like, I've just never been the same since. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, alright, I'll just have to change the way I ask my question then. I guess you do not appreciate <laughs> <laughs> the way I asked that question. All, You're you like, all, mm-hmm. all you
1: all listening, I hope you hear that this listening to God thing <sighs> isn't just one more thing to take off your Christian box. Oh, this my, is like Oh, it's a lifestyle. Essence. This is the key that um can unlock that kind of joy for you and your relationship with God. Absolutely. And that's you know, <laughs> Sometimes I think God is just God is love. So at His base, <laughs> literally, like He just has this giddy excitement to know us mm-hmm. and for us to be transformed Amen. and to be in relationship with us. And we, Ab-
0: absolutely. we often
1: lose sight of just the simple joy of Him giving and changing our hearts and yeah. coming and drawing closer to us mm-hmm. as like so much more important than anything we any material thing that oh, we really want, absolutely, or any uh, insight that we'd want from Him. Absolutely. he wants us first yes
0: you know, for so. sure for sure so yeah so that i'm still working on this y'all this this is a blessing to myself yeah. but i want to um, mention this um cautions that he has so speaking okay. of god being silent right
1: <laughs> cautions <laughs> just wait
0: so he's like we must not automatically assume that if god does not communicate with us on a particular matter yeah. we are displeasing to him yep if that is the cause, if that is the cause, which of course remains possible and should always be considered, which is true, there are ways of finding this out. So, basically saying like, okay, if you go to God and you're asking him about something and you don't get an answer saying sometimes it could be something that we are doing, maybe some sin that we are participating in that we shouldn't. And God is like, mm, we need to deal with that first before we even get to this question. He said yeah, that could be sometimes. possible. Sometimes, yeah. not all the time. Right. And there's ways to find that out. Like, okay, Lord, what's in me that's preventing me from hearing you? Can you reveal right. that? And like you said, God doesn't play games. Like he will tell you straight up. And that's something I love about God. He does not He doesn't string you along. He's a straight shooter, straight to the point. It's really up to you if you agree with him when Mm -hmm. he reveals stuff to you, or if he says something to you. That's up to you, really, if you agree with it. But he does not play games. He he just doesn't do that. Exactly.
1: And in the same vein, God's not really interested in being a drill sergeant like you're a robot. He's just going to give you the like part of what Dallas Willard talks about is he. part of the silence in that we sometimes hear in relationship with God is God testing us or Mm -hmm. inviting us to develop into just wise stewards of our life. It gives us the, gives us the space to make a decision. Mm -hmm. And um, Dallas Willard thinks this, and I agree that there are multiple good decisions that are within God's will. Right. And uh, the older I get, the more I think that that's like, I, I, I burned myself out on like, what is the one thing that God wants me to do right now? Mm-hmm. When there's multiple things I think that are within God's will and uh, God, God gives us the freedom to choose what's in uh, what's to co-choose with him, to co-create with him and to, right. to walk alongside him in wisdom. Yeah. And sometimes the silence is that. So
0: Yeah. And like you said, my, you know, that not can like be God saying my will for you in this case is that you to decide on your own. yeah, And, you know, I've talked about this in uh, Winter Getaway when I was talking about my process of hearing God. And yeah. I remember, like, I almost feeling God saying, okay, now, you're old enough now. to," me. And I was freaking out. Like, you know those toddlers? <laughs> no, I yeah. became that toddler. Like, you know, when the mom, especially mom, leave, leaves, and it's like, okay, I'm going to drop you off at daycare or at school. Yeah. I'm gonna leave. And they are crying, like, why you that's how I became with God. <laughs> like, yeah. where you going? Like, I, what are you talking about? And he's like, fam, you're old enough to make that decision. You don't need me yeah. to do that. You'll be fine. And um, and with all that said, I'm going a, I'm to a get into why I was freaking out, okay? And that was what just exposed me on this. I honestly didn't even know this had a terminology, he, which he calls spiritual hypochondria. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: I did not know it was a word, but
1: yeah. here we are. So we're going to get into Someone this. Someone who's paranoid about their own, oh, like having different ailments let's and say, stuff. Listen, oh
0: yeah. I did not know it had a Spiritual word. Spiritual so hypochondria. It's like, wow. Okay, so this I think is, he made that up. I don't know, but really? it, it, whatever it is, it is right.
1: <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, it's true. What he's talking about?
0: He wrote it Truth down, be. so it must be true.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so he says, in this case, people are far more concerned with being righteous than with loving God and others and yeah. doing and enjoying what is good. And that was so right. Mm-hmm. So for me, the reason why I was crying and freaking out was, oh my God, I want to make a mistake. I want to be right. You know, mm-hmm. like this fear of, man, I don't want to make a mistake and have consequences. Yeah. It wasn't really about loving God, loving others. It was just more of being right, yep. doing the right thing.
1: This uh, spiritual hypochondria, I think, is responsible for part large swaths of the church that are overly skeptical about this mm-hmm. conversation of hearing God's voice. Yeah. And when you drill them to the wall, they really don't think individual people can responsibly hear God's voice, yeah. which is just a real shame. And what's right. behind that? is this overzealous like but is it biblical Mm -hmm. is it righteous Mm -hmm. is it the absolutely doctrinal center of all things yeah um though those uh leanings might have good intentions the outcome is that there's a self-righteousness or uh, hypochondria or uh, an uh, anxiety about mm. being yes. right that prohibits you from having a conversational relationship with God, absolutely, and having a healthy way of listening to God's voice and responding. Uh, that is so true.
0: And then he also said, "We may insist on having God tell us what to do because we live in fear." That was that no. was me, or are obsessed with being right as a strategy for being safe. Mm sir
1: that'll breach
0: i said sir stop reading my mail stop (laughs) reading my mail you know i was trying to hold on to my edges child because he was trying to rip it uh he says we may in our hearts of hearts suspect that god is mean and what is it tire how you say that word tyranny tyranny call
1: tyrannical Uh, thank you
0: yep and therefore we may be afraid to make a move without dictation from him. Yep, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, we may even have the idea that if we if we can get God to tell us what to do, we will no longer be responsible for our own decisions. Mm. Cha.
1: I'm susceptible to this. I just gotta say that's such a like like uh, he talks about the risk being important in our growth or mm. spiritual growth and listening yes, to God. Yes. So part part of God's silence sometimes is this challenge to take a risk. Mm-hmm. I remember before planting, uh, uh, I was in church planting training and I was still like, had those feelings like, is God actually calling me to do this? Right. And one guy steps up and tells the story of being in this like olive grove and like, he heard an audible voice from God saying I'm go <laughs> watching you to plan a planet church <laughs> and I'm like I have not heard from God at all and you know what I mean and I'm like I have all I these do. anxieties and I'm like oh my gosh, and my yeah. I remember saying to God I'm like okay well, you gotta tell me for sure now, because like, once man. you tell me, you're responsible for the outcome. I'm just
0: saying, and, and God very politely
1: was like, "You know, I've told you enough. You've witnessed enough. Now right. you have to, you have to have the courage to take the risk, to so true. to have the conviction that, um, even though you don't have the clarity that you want, and you, we often want way more clarity than we actually get. Yeah, The the difference between that is the the faith to take a step and say, God has said this. And then to listen for the confirmations mm-hmm. to, to pay attention mm-hmm. as you uh, step out in faith and respond to what God said to you. Absolutely. But I, you're not always going to get, <laughs> so, you know, all of tree moments. Le, uh,
0: or, you know, the bush and fire, like yeah, Moses, like not that's, not, that. that's not, no, that's not enough. Yeah. That's not happening. But yeah, like, like you, I love how he said that you have to take a risk. Like yeah. my thing is this, if the Lord himself took a risk loving yeah. us and sending his son, knowing fool and not everybody is gonna accept, but he took the risk anyway.
1: Yeah, Jesus was sweating blood. Oh my god. He gosh. was sweating blood before we went to the cross because he's like, Is this it? Is this like, what you want me it, to do? Like,
0: can we find another way? Like yeah. he's like, another way, please. It's not that I don't want it's not that I don't want to do this, but is yeah. there another way other than this way? Yeah. But he did it anyway, killed anyway, went to hell literally anyway, was raised from the dead. Yep. Took that risk in the sense that, who and then said whoever will, hmm. not it was not a one hundred percent guarantee that every human being will receive and accept Jesus as Lord, but he did it anyway. So that was the risk he took. Yeah. And now God and and I love how he said like now God is just giving this opportunity. Okay, take the risk. Mm-hmm. Let's find out. And my thing is because I end up being so paralyzed because it's like oh God and you know. He ain't said nothing. He was just silent, just waiting for me, like child. Whenever you're ready, you know. And I was, just, and I end up saying, you know what, God, I'm gonna just go ahead and go out there. If I end up being wrong, you're gonna correct me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm gonna just go ahead and do it. And what I find that was so interesting, though, is in doing so, I find out that I end up having a life because <laughs> I was like, because my thing was, okay, if God has called me to ministry, and nobody want to listen to someone that's got it right all the on time. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to hear where you, you know, you make mistakes. I want to hear where you have doubts. I want to hear where you were angry. I want to hear all that because that makes you human. That makes you relatable. And for me, I was so afraid of making mistakes and falling and getting angry at God. You know, just fear of all that. And God's like, Chad, you can't relate to nobody if that's that's the case. So, yeah, that... That whole risk thing absolutely I'm just like Lord I'm a I'm gonna go out here I'm a th- I think it's this way if it's not you change it yeah you let me know I'll just pay attention <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: good that's great uh,
0: so I want to conclude this um with the statement that he uh, he has which I think is pretty cool he says God does not exist to solve our problems ouch <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> we exist to stand up with God and count for something and count for something in his world.
1: Yeah. And That's I was like, one. sir.
0: <sighs> I'm trying to hold on to my edges, sir, but you are ripping my edges with yeah. all these words. But yeah, that first line was a big ow out- ouch.
1: Yeah.
0: A big out. So yeah. I mean, I think, I don't know if it was CA or uh, Steph said this, but we are part of God's world, not the other way around.
1: Because
0: yep. the way we live, we live and then we That's want a God word. to be part of our, but no, babe, we are part of his world. <laughs> and to live, like you said, to live in a way where we get to listen to him, pay attention, seek him, seek him, seek his voice, and get to learn God, like, yeah, we have scripture, but get to learn God. He has a personality, I know it's weird to think of that, but He does. Mm-hmm. He has a personality. There's things He likes, there's things He doesn't like. Yeah. There's a way He speaks, and there's a way He doesn't speak. Yeah, like, get let just act, you know, have this prayer of God, teach me who you are.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, who wants to be in a relationship and someone thinks that they know everything about you? Can you imagine that? And yeah. you're looking at like.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> like no fam. Right. That 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 does not work here, you know. Totally. I have to teach you who I am. Absolutely. And then yes, you will push some buttons and I will let you know about just. And the thing about God, he will do it in a loving gentle way, not like us human beings that will cut, you know, cut your throat. But, you know, <laughs> in a loving yeah. way. Say, nope, yeah. that's not how I function. Right. Nope, that's not how I will respond to that.
1: Yep.
0: Oh, yeah, this is yeah, this is right. So, let God teach you who he is by pursuing him. So is there anything you want to add to this before you close us off?
1: I would love to just pray for us to conclude this. Okay. Yeah. I'd love to pray for you, listener who's listening to this on the podcast or online. So let's pray. Father, son, and Holy spirit. What a wonderful gift it is. I'm thinking of that quote, just to ponder, um, you dwelling into us, Mm. in us. If Mm. we believe in you, Mm. you say the, just, mysterious amazing thing that we are temples of your holy spirit Mm. and uh god i pray that we would just be in awe of that reality and uh also be motivated by it to um move beyond um the anxious um, perspective of you as a vending machine that will get us what we want when we need it and help us to embrace the freedom that comes with acknowledging that we inhabit your world and you have good things uh, that you've created us in advance to do. Mm. God, uh, there's so much brokenness we face in everyday life, um, even now in what's been a hard year. Mm. Um, and I, I know I find myself uh, broken mm. and humbled often and just in desperate need of you mm. and your voice. And so that's how... We conclude this episode and that's how we want to start each day with this sober acknowledgement of how much we need you, God, and how much our lives become uh, more whole when we trust your voice. So, God, give us the confidence that we can hear you, Mm -hmm. God, and speak to us. God, we ask for you to move and that people in our community would dream dreams, that they would hear your voice, Mm -hmm. that you would call them out and encourage to do really bold things to uh, participate with you in bringing your kingdom closer to our world so our neighbors get to know you um, and their lives are transformed and so our lives are also transformed into your image in Jesus name
0: Amen Amen and Amen thank you so much for joining us in this episode and we hope that you join us in the next episode Pastor JD for sure will be here Uh, so go ahead and join us take care God bless you and have a wonderful and blessed week.